The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpa sportsmed to learn more. What's going on, folks, and welcome back to another exciting week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm your host, Nebby Asias, here with my colleague, Dan Sostick, who's filling in for our editor, Brian Linder, who isn't feeling too well today. Make sure you guys keep Brian in your thoughts and prayers. Dan, how you doing this week, buddy? Uh, pretty good, and, you know, it's uh, it's uh, appropriate we have a uh, a capable uh, replacement to a, someone on the injured list coming in based upon our, uh, our, our guest this week, so I'm glad I could fill in for Brian. Absolutely. Hey, Dan, I, I was just talking to you earlier in one of our sports meetings, and this football season seemed to be a blur. It's like just yesterday we were getting started. We were at Media Day at Cumberland Valley High School, and just this past weekend we wrapped up the state championships, three of which the teams were local teams. We had Still High win the state championship against Union Area in Class 1A. In Class 4A, we had Bishop McDevitt and Aliquippa go at it, and Bishop McDevitt came out on top. And unfortunately, in Class 6A, Harrisburg couldn't get the job done. Nonetheless, they made it that far against a really, really good team. What do you have to say about that in the weekend we had at Cumberland Valley, man, and just seeing the different people from out the different parts of Harrisburg and still and come out? Well, first off, I, I just think it's awesome that, you know, first year it's at Cumberland Valley and, you know, Midpen has three teams repping, uh, repping, repping the conference. I think that's really cool, really good for Central PA football. Have two Central PA teams win state titles at a central PA school. You know, everyone talks about uh, the whippy old Western PA and they talk about the Philly schools. And I think sometimes people sleep on central PA a little bit as a football powerhouse. Uh, maybe not as much now that uh, the best defensive player in the planet's from right around here. But um, well, I mean, I guess the two best defensive players in the planet are both from here. But, Michael um, Parsons, Aaron Donald, for those listening. <laughs> yep. But it, I just thought it was an awesome weekend, you know, Busier than last year, but you want to be busy. It's always good to be busy when when you got uh, when you got teams like the ones we have from our area playing. So it was, it was a good week of football. Absolutely, an amazing week of football. And we're going to go back to doing this podcast here one time throughout the week. Now that we're heading into the football off season, so my colleagues Eric, Dan, and Brian and I will all be alternating. Nonetheless, we had one team in particular win two state titles in the past three years, and that's still high. And with that being said, we have. Standout running back Ronald Burnett, who's emerged this season, joining us today. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. I can't complain. Real quick, Ronnie, I want to tell Dan real fast, because I know Dan has spoken with you, too. Dan, one of the things that sticks out to me about Ronald, um, each time you talk to him, he's enthused, he's motivated, and he's eager. Um, where does that come from? Where does that derive from? Where do you get this, this spark and this energy from? Because you're always on your toes and happy and outgoing, man. Honestly, if you pay attention to me after I score a touchdown, you don't really see all that because it's like, okay, I got the job done, but now it's time to keep going. After the show, I can be as fun as I want to because I know I got the job done. Even if I didn't get the job done, sometimes it's okay to have a higher look on life because why not? Why you want to be down all the time? Why you want to be normal when you could be better? Mm-hmm. When you're out on that field, man, you sure, you truly don't really – show that much emotion, you put your head down, you get the work done. But like you mentioned, man, after the game, you have a lot of rap, you have a lot of positive things to say. You're one player who emerged on our radar that we didn't really talk too much about in our preseason rankings at the beginning of the year. 
But you came, and especially this season against Trinity, had a breakout game. Talk to us about that process and kind of evolving into the lead guy at Still High, essentially. Evolving into what, well, I guess some would call the lead guy, it wasn't easy, honestly. And some people's like, well, all you have to do is run the ball, you know what I'm saying? They're all, they're handing you off the ball, just run it. It's not easy because you have to take a leadership role along with being one of the guys who's on top. Like guys like Alex, guys like Andrew, those guys are always on top. So they got to take that leadership role and help everybody else out. Me, it's a little harder for me to do that since I just had come in. You know what I'm saying? So I just had come in and it's like, okay, I got to earn the respect of these guys. Although they do all know me because we all go to school together. But it's still on a football level. I have to earn these guys respect because I can't just go around bossing everybody around because I'm the starting running back. That's not how that works. Yep. And it's not like you had easy shoes to fill either, right? Ja'Kai, obviously, week one, he scored three touchdowns, I think, receiving, uh, rushing, and uh, pick six. And and then you have to fill in for him when he goes down. Um, A, how helpful was... Jakai, you know, when when you kind of had to fill in, kind of getting you up to speed, and B, did you feel pressure, or was is pressure not the right word? Was it just more like responsibility to kind of keep it going? Honestly, it was both. Like, you feel a lot of pressure because it's like, okay, so if I don't do this right, who's next up? Like, if I can't get this right, who's going to be next up? I have to be that guy who steps up and fills in those shoes. And then responsibility is because, like they say, you have to run the ball in order to make it through the playoffs and win the championship. Yep. Like, you have to do all that. Like, running, the run game is one of the most important things because you have to run clock, you have to do all that. There's a lot that goes into it. So as, like, a key position, that's a lot of responsibility that's like, okay, let's keep going. We got we to gotta build off of each week and get better and get better. And so eventually, we where we want to be. Yeah, for those listening to this podcast, I want to give you some context. My colleague Dan there was talking about Ja'Kai Noss, uh, still high's running back that went down with an injury. I want to say, what game was that? Was that against Big Spring or yes. Camp Hill that he went down? Big Springs. Okay, Ja'Kai Noss had three touchdowns, man, in that week one game Dan covered. Um, you mentioned Alex and you mentioned Andrew Irby, the coaches, the, the sons of Coach Andrew Irby. Um, what's it like playing with those guys? And talk to us about the unique dynamic and the buildup of this still high team that just won a state championship. Well, honestly, it's like it's playing with those guys. It's like playing with anybody else. Like people would think, oh, that you look at them as superstars because they're D1 and they're all this. But they're actually just normal people. Like you can't look at them as anything different. You can't try to treat them anything different because they want to be treated like normal people. They're not all in it for the fame. Like they're really good guys for real. And I guess along those lines, with that talent, with guys like that, with guys like yourself, I think we all know what the expectation was coming into the season that you guys could be where you guys ended up. But was there frustration built up from last year that you guys, you know, I'm sure every year that's the expectation for Steel High football. Um, and the fact that you guys didn't win a, a state game last year, was that even more fuel to the fire and losing a game early when you guys, you know, don't all, don't always lose games second week of the year, obviously playing a really good team in that game that ended up almost winning a state title themselves. but. Um, was was this sort of a, you know, did you guys sort of take this year personally? Honestly, it was fuel towards the fire because the way we went out last year, we weren't proud of it. We were back in the weight room, like, sh- right shortly after that. So you could tell that Coach Herb, he don't take nothing personal. Let's, we're not going to say the guy took it personal, 
but he took it as a level of disrespect that they're saying his kids aren't good enough. Mm-hmm. And your team reflects on who you are as a coach. And as you can see, he's built a pretty good team here. Yeah. You know, Ronnie, I think I covered every single game you guys played in the state playoffs. You guys had Belmont Prep in Germantown, Philly. I was out at that game. Then, and particularly, I want to talk about the last three games to get to the state championship. You guys played Northern Lehigh. You scored three touchdowns. You guys played Canton in the semifinals. You scored three touchdowns. You guys played Union in the state championship at Cumberland Valley on Thursday of last week. You scored three touchdowns. In your last three games, you had a total of nine touchdowns. How did you erupt to do such a big of a thing on the biggest stage of your career? And what was the mindset going into those games that allowed you to erupt the way that you did? The mindset going into those games, the mindset going into any game is typically that I want to be the best running back on the field. Because mm-hmm. going into each of those games, each team had a senior running back. Like if We're going to take it all the way back to, we're not going to take it too far back. We're going to cut off at Belmont. We're going to start at, uh, what's the team? What's the team? Northern Lehigh. Mm-hmm. That's what we played. Mm-hmm. No, we played Winbur, then Northern Lehigh, I'm pretty sure. Yep, yep, you did. So each of those teams from Winbur to Canton, they all had a senior running back, and he was the talk of their their town. He had over 2,000 yards, this, that, and the third. He was looking to break a record. For each of these teams, it was different, but they each had a senior running back who was the talk of the town. Mm-hmm. Now, me as a junior running back who wants to come up, I look at that as competition all the time. Like, oh. That guy across from me, he, he's saying he's better than me in a way. I have to show today that I'm better than him. That's the mindset going into every game. I want to show you that I'm better than your running back because I'm top dog. Like, I want to be the top dog. Even though I don't put that out there, like it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk my stuff on the field. I'm top dog. No, I'm going to show you that I'm the top dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, in that state championship game, you know, it was kind of, kind of the uh, two people had uh, threes. You had the three touchdowns, but – um, another sort of, um, you know, unsung hero of your team, Marquise Beasley, came in with three sacks. Uh, there have been a lot of guys for your team that have stepped up this year that you might not have even known were going to be on the roster at the start of the year. And Marquise was one of them in the, in the in the championship game. What was it like getting guys like Marquise and Bam, um, you know, and Asa into the into the room kind of late in the year after their season was canceled down in Middleton? Honestly, it didn't affect us a whole bunch because they had to sit out for a little bit. So they got to look at the playbook. They got to watch how we practice. They got to adjust faster than if they were just thrown in and then forced to play with us. Because those those guys, they're really good athletes. They're really good players. They're really good guys in general. So those guys, they came to the room and they connected with us all and they like linked in. Like they fell in right into place. It wasn't like, oh, they felt out of place. We made them feel at home. Those guys, really good people, so it was easier to do it. And then that defensive line in general, I mean, a lot of t- there's always a lot of talk about the steel high offense, and rightly so. You guys are dynamic. But I, I think that line that you have with Eugene Green, Andrew Irby, um, and Marquise, that's got to be one of the best lines, you know, in, in at least Central PA, maybe the state. Oh, no, definitely. The best defensive line in the state with Tyshawn, Holland, Ali. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those guys, Eugene, Amari Williams, even though he plays linebacker, but he does walk up to the line when we need him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those guys, they play a huge role. Asa, uh, Marquise, they all play a huge role in the defensive line. And losing them is definitely going to be a little, a little something to adjust to. But I feel like we're going to adjust really well. 
Well, you know, Ronnie and Dan, we could talk football all day here, but we have to take a brief moment right now to acknowledge our sponsor, UPMC and Pinnacle Health. We'll be right back. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more. Yeah, Dan, it's funny that you mentioned the number three has kind of been like really relevant here because Bam Appleby's first game was still high. He had three interceptions and a pick six. So, I mean, those Middletown guys and Bam Appleby, Asa Kochevar, and Marquise Beasley have been very monumental um, to helping Still High go on this really big run this year. Real quick, Ronnie, I want to ask you, man, um, I know we're talking a lot about your performance on the field, but let's talk about your feelings as a person, as a junior at Still High High School. What's it feel like to be a state champ, man? And what's what's the town of Stilton looking forward to? I know you guys probably got some parades or what have you coming up this weekend. Well, honestly, I don't know what we have coming up this weekend. I got to look into it because I'm into a lot of other things. So, like, right now I'm planning a basketball game for teachers versus students. So I'm into a lot of different stuff. So the parades and all the extra, yeah, it's, it's like, it's great. And I'm glad that we brought life back to the st- town of Stilton. But like me, I got to get back to work. I still got a whole senior season. I got to work out. Mm-hmm. I got to gain weight. I got to, you know, all that. I got to get back onto the field. I got to get back all that. I can't, I like, sitting out, man, it's not, it's not me. It's not me. I don't sit around and celebrate all the time. Right. So I feel amazing that I'm a state champion shit. I'm, I feel amazing that I'm a state champion, mm-hmm. but it's back to work. And that's the mindset it feels like, right? I saw Alex tweet out right after the game that he's happy they won back to work tomorrow. I mean, is yep. that? Is that how roller football operates, you know, back to work, back into the gym? See, we do, but we don't. Like, Coach is going to give us a little time because a lot of us are in different sports. So he's not going to force everybody, oh, get back in the gym. It's just football. Like, being in another sport actually really helps because, like, I might do wrestling. I might. Mm. I've been thinking about it. Like, I've done wrestling before. It's really fun. It helps you with football a lot. Yeah. So I might do wrestling or I might just get a job, do all that extra stuff get money, and work out. You know, one of the things we talk about to our athletes that come on this podcast is who is so-and-so off the field? And you kind of alluded to it before I even got a chance to ask you, but who is uh, Ronnie Burnett at Steel High, aside from football? You talk about you're planning a student versus staff basketball game. What are some clubs and organizations that you're involved in? Some things that I'm involved in, I don't try to involve myself in everything. But I do involve myself in as as like as meaningful as possible. I'm in this program, like I said, that's setting. I can't remember what it's called. I have to get the name, but it's setting up a students versus teachers basketball game, mm-hmm. and it's it's going to set up a bunch of other things from building off of that, mm-hmm. just to bring light to the school, mm-hmm. so that like investors and stuff like that can come in, like help us out, give us money because people don't understand. Stillen is a very independent school, mm-hmm. but we don't get like, what other people get. Like, we don't have everything that everybody else has. Like, we just got new helmets last, well, this year. Mm-hmm. Like, we just got, and we only got around seven, where most schools will get enough helmets for the whole team. Mm-hmm. Then we only got around seven new helmets, mm-hmm. which it could be difficult for us, but we make what we have because that's how it is. Mm-hmm. So you're a part of some some student council that helps uh, bring fundraisers to the school and, you know, better funding for your athletic programs. We saw that yes. you guys got... A new, a new uh, scoreboard. New scoreboard. Out there. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. You know, it malfunctioned really a few nice. times, but it's really, really nice, man. I, I especially it love the camera. Is. Yeah, I love the camera. Oh, the camera is dope. I didn't think we were gonna have a camera at first, 
And then the one game we were out there and we had a camera. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, Ronnie. Um, what's it like being Ronnie walking down the hallways after that state championship went going to class on Friday? I'm sure you guys are all going to get matching varsity jackets and you probably have girls lined up at your lockers trying to talk to you. I'm not trying to get you in trouble here, man. I'm just talking about nah, reality. Good. I was in high school one day. I, I only graduated seven years ago, so I know what it's like being in high yeah. school. So. He was a, was a big-time athlete. <laughs> big-time <laughs> he, he ran stuff. Big-time Harrisburg Cougar, man. Shout-out to the Cougars. But nonetheless... Who who is it being Ronnie Burnett at Still High, man? Like, you get know what I'm saying? What's it like walking Honestly, with your teammates? Like, you see, like, I have like I have an electric personality. But in school, I try to get the job done. So when I'm walking, I get, hey Ronnie, you know, dap up, this, that, and the third. I don't want it all to come to me. Like, I be trying to get the class. Yeah. <laughs> like I try to get from one class to the other. I'm not trying to stop in the hall because we only got three minutes to transition classes before we're late. Right. So I do get, hey Ronnie, oh good job, you know, teacher stops me. Teachers stop. They talk to me. They're like, oh, uh, good job at the game. I saw what you did last week, you know. So I appreciate it all. But at the same time, I just be trying to get to class. Yeah. 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 And um, I, I kind of talked a little bit about it before we introduced you about, you know, it, the championships are at Cumberland Valley this year. It's in Central PA in our area. They had three teams from the mid-pen in the title games. How cool was that to be part of, you know, that type of experience, seeing Central PA football rep out kind of and, you know, play well against these teams. Like, uh, obviously, I'm sure you know some kids on McDevitt. I'm sure you know some kids on Harrisburg. Was it just cool to see in general, seeing, um, you know, Central PA football repping? repping in it the- definitely was cool because we, were, we, we opened it up. We opened it up and we won, which means we opened it up with a bang. Then McDevitt came along, they won. And everybody, we were all expecting Harrisburg to win. But then Harrisburg wasn't a tight game with St. Joe's Prep, which is like a junior college. If yeah. you really think about it, them guys, all those guys are going D1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we said we saw it. We must have seen like five NFL players. <laughs> yeah, they had their whole bench is a, a second starting lineup. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, you think about it and it's like, I'm appreciative that we had the opportunity to do that because that doesn't always come around. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to always get still high, McDevitt, and Harrisburg all in. You know what I mean? Like, Trinity was almost there. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Trinity was almost there. Right. Yeah. But um, who was it? Who was Southern, Southern Columbia. Columbia? Six times, man. Southern yeah. Columbia is something different. Yeah, they're... they're... I, like, Southern Columbia is something different. Yep. And then, obviously, one of the most interesting things about your team in particular is how much championship experience you guys have, but still so much of your team is going to be back next year. You have so many key pieces back next year. Obviously, you'll lose some guys, but uh, you got you, you've got the Irbys, you got... Um, Eugene Green. I mean, there's so much talent coming back. There's Jayon Perry coming back. We had a massive game as well. How exciting is that? That you know, it, it, is it a combination of excitement, but you have to avoid kind of being content with where you are, or do you think that that continuity is going to really carry you guys next? See, honestly, I think that it's going to carry us, but also it's going to. We just won a state championship. So we have a bunch of guys on the team with experience in a state championship. All the younger guys that are going to be coming up, those guys are going to have the, the right type of mentors for when we leave because next year is our last year. And still and hopefully when, when me, the Irbys, Jayon, Darrell, Eugene, all those guys, once we all leave, then hopefully Still High will still be a championship caliber program. Like We're not the ones who make the program. Coach Herb is. Mm-hmm. He's the one who who sets this all up. He's the one who keeps it going. All the coaches are, honestly. 
And Miss Leanne, the team mom, I cannot forget about her. Always got to shout out Miss Leanne. We love Miss Leanne. She does everything too. Yeah. But going into next season is going to be a chip on our shoulder because we know every team that plays us is going to not just say, oh, we're playing still high. We're playing the previous state champion still high. Anything they do, they're going to treat it like they just won a championship. Yeah, that's a, a th- that's a great perspective to have. Real quick, Dan, um, I don't mean to cut you off. Ronnie, I, I want to ask you, who are some players that you think you try to embody your game after that currently playing the NFL or college football? Honestly, I go, I go more a Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I love Saquon Barkley, honestly. And I don't try to do what he does more of like trying to juke and, you know what I'm saying, reverse field and all that. I try to do what he does, like power and get around you wise. Cause I know I can run around mm-hmm. you, but I also know I can run through mm-hmm. you. And if I need to shake you off me, I'm gonna shake you off me too. Mm-hmm. So I know I can do all that, but I just, I do, I do it. Just not all at the same time. Like if I'm gonna run you over, I'm running you over. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna size you up to run you over. You just gonna know I'm coming. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna run around you, I don't need to play with you. I'm gonna just run around you. It's, it's that simple. I like to keep my running style. I like to keep people guessing when I run. And speaking of, you know, the next level, and obviously with your emergence, I'm sure I, I, have you started to let yourself think about recruitment and things like that? Or is that something you worry about? Or are you one of those players, you know, like some other people have this mindset where it's just like, hey, I'll let, I'll let the cards fall where they may. I'm going to worry about what I That's can do. That's me. I yep. let the cards come. Like, I'm not really worried. The last thing I'm really worried about is colleges right now. I'm still a junior. I still got, like, a little—I I still got far to go when you think about it. But years don't go by slow, so I got far to go. Last thing I'm thinking about right now is recruitment right now. I want to keep my head on a swivel. I don't want to go too far out there. I don't want to, oh, well, I need an offer. I did this, so I need my offer. No, I don't need anything, honestly. Yeah. I need to live. <laughs> I don't need an offer. I, I'm going to live without one. And when one comes, I'm going to be ready for it. Well, you keep balling the way you've been balling, man. Those offers going to come rolling through the window, especially after that state championship performance. I know you, your teammate, Jayon Perry. You know, when I talked to Jayon after the win, Jayon said, man, I just had to come out here and prove myself because I know I'm D1 talent. Coach Irby said the same thing. And I know great things are coming you guys' way. Just continue to put in the work on and off the field. Um we had a great podcast episode here with you, Ronnie. Real quick before we let you go, this Thank is something we ask all of our athletes that come on. To everyone listening to this podcast, whether it be the Keystone State of Pennsylvania or throughout the world, because I think we're the only high school sports podcast that goes year-round, what would you say to people aspiring to play high school football or those currently playing that want to win a state championship like you about the grind and the grit that it takes? What advice would you give them? Just jump in, because if you keep hesitating – you're not going to get anything. You're not going to get far if you keep hesitating. Don't put one foot in. Get all the way in and make sure you're ready. Just make sure you're ready. Like, if, you, if it's your first year of high school football, like, make sure you're preparing. Make sure you're working out. Do all that's necessary for you to be ready to play. Because if you do, you're going to be in that position that you want to be in. I'm 28 years old, and I'm ready to run through a brick wall, too. (laughs) Well, you all heard it here from the state champ, Ronald Burnett, still high star running back. Congratulations to you again, champ, and we really appreciate you coming on. Real quick before we let you go, go ahead and drop your Twitter handle and tell people how to find your huddle film. My Twitter handle is NextLevelRonnie, and you can find my my huddle film through my Twitter, so you can do is click the little link. You're right on my huddle. I'm creating a new highlight reel right now, actually. Awesome. So... 
That's going to be up on Twitter. That's dope, man. Well, thank you for coming on and tune in to PenLive.com for all of our exclusive content. Until next week, folks. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash central PA sports med to learn more.